Oh, welcome into Mama Roseville Titan Basketball here on a Tuesday in, uh, well, we're normally in West Central Illinois, we're a little bit south of that. We're at the pit at uh, Quincy Notre Dame High School for Mama Roseville Titan Boys, taking on the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders. The Raiders at 4-4 four and four on the year. Head coach Kevin Meyer in his eighth season with the Raiders in Mammoth Roseville, 6-5. and five. Head coach by Jake Sotos. Normally, Coach Sotos under the weather again tonight. Just sickness. He just hasn't been able to shake. So taking over is undefeated in his varsity career, Mr. Ethan Sikorsky. I'm Sean Pebble alongside a voice you folks haven't heard since last basketball season. I got hooked up with him. He's down around the Quincy area now. Mr. Mark Meyer. Mark, how you doing, buddy? Sean, great to be here, my friend. Uh, a real holiday treat, if you will, to be alongside you here for this one. I miss you, buddy. I miss you. I miss <laughs> doing games with you. And uh, it's just uh, the PCSN is just not quite the same without you. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> In more ways than one. But, no, no, great to be here. I'm looking forward to the game. And uh, great to be in the gymnasium calling a little basketball. No doubt about it. Titans, again, at 6-5, and five, coming off a uh, win on Saturday morning at the Great Western Shootout at Abingdon Avon High School, 51-24. to 24. Took a little sting out of the loss they took last Friday night against Columbia. No shame there. Columbia, uh, one of the best teams in the state of Illinois in Class 2A, a 62-31 to 31 loss to Columbia. And, again, a nice bounce back the very next morning with a 27-point win over Ridgewood, 51-24. Quincy Notre Dame on a three-game losing streak, falling to Palmyra, Missouri. Camp Point Central, good ball club. And Quincy, the uh, Blue Devils, one of the best teams in the Western Big Six. Uh, you're down around here. What's what's kind of the mood? What's going on well, with this Quincy they, Notre Dame uh, team? Uh, they're hungry for a win, John. Uh, a very tough week for the Raiders, uh, as you mentioned. And uh, uh, with, the, with the Titans in between uh, uh, tonight and the State Farm Classic, I'm sure Coach Myers uh, hoping to maybe turn the tables and, and get things righted uh, quickly here before the holiday tournament. Speaking of last season, when you were doing some basketball for us here on the PCSN, you did the Quincy Notre Dame at the shoebox against Monmouth Roseville on the last second shot by uh, uh, C.J. Johnson, a fun game to call, I'm sure. It was, along with uh, uh, Jeff Thompson. Uh, it was, uh, it was one, of the high, one of the many highlights last year, and I'll tell you what, uh, what, a great, what a great win for the Titans that night. And I'll tell you, that first quarter, uh, if you look back at the book, that was a high-energy first quarter. Both teams came out shooting and scoring, and uh, uh, and, and what a way to finish it off uh, in front of the home uh, home crowd. So it could be uh, the Titans might be coming into a perfect storm here. You already got three losses in a row for Quincy Notre Dame. That's already sitting, uh, I'm sure, pretty heavily with head coach Kevin Meyer and his ball club. They got the last second win on with Roseville, and you've got the State Farm Tournament. The last thing you want to do is go into the State Farm, one of the best tournaments in the state of Illinois on a four-game losing streak. Mama Throws might be coming into a perfect storm here. Well, they, yeah, it, uh, the Raiders have struggled trying to find a, a rotation that works for them, and, and no doubt are eyeing this one as a, as a game that they they got to have. Quite frankly, uh, when it when it comes right down to it, yeah. So it's a it's as close to a must win at this point in the season uh, as there can be. For the Mama Throwsville Titans, this is their final game before they go to the WIU tournament. They drew the 9 a.m. morning game. No, no, no surprise there. The Titans have played many 9 a.m. games at the Macomb Western Shootout. They'll be playing Illini Bluffs, who I got a chance to see actually on Saturday at the Great Western Shootout. That's a good ball club for the Illini Bluffs Tigers. So this is one that Mama Throwsville wants to take a little momentum in as well. Both both teams need it. Make, usually makes for a pretty fun ball game. It is, and, and you know, being a holiday week and all, a little, little uh, extra uh, uh, vibe in the in the gym tonight, and uh, cheerleaders got their Santa hats on, and uh, uh, 
I think uh, not a packed house, but it'll be a good crowd by the time it's ready for tip-off. There's as many uh, cheerleaders out here, or, or pom-pom squad, whatever it is, right. is, is like the Dallas Cowboys out here. There's a ton of them. They're surrounding the court. I'm seeing, uh-huh. I'm seeing Santa hats everywhere with Santa music playing. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit, and we're going to get we're going to get some Christmas snow and some cold. ho ho coming up in the late week. So we'll get enough of that. Uh, we're going to step aside here and take a little break, and then come back following the national anthem here from the pit at the Quincy Notre Dame High School. Tonight's game brought to you by Vic Roysmer. We're broadcasting from the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth. Quality furniture at an affordable price located in Monmouth, Illinois. The game powered by the Greater Warren County United Way, where 100% of your donations directly impact our communities. No pregame interview tonight with Coach Sotos being under the weather and head coach uh, serving as the head coach tonight. Interim, I keep calling him, interim head coach, Ethan Sikorsky. He'll be, uh, he had to do the JV game and the varsity game, so no pregame interview tonight. Uh, it would have been sponsored by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life, member FDIC. We're going to end up with the uh, Kellogg Printing pregame show here in a bit. It's on the public square in Monmouth. Since 1924, Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. We're going to step aside for the National Anthem. We'll be back here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Welcome back to Mama Throwsville Titan Boys Basketball here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. National Anthem played while we were at break. Brought to you by Stanton Insurance, your local all-state insurance agency, Stanton Insurance in Monmouth since 1919. And now it is time for the most listened-to thing on the Prairie Communications Sports Network around the state of Illinois. Lots of people record this, so I don't want that to throw you off any mark, but it's our keys to the game. Brought to you by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Drum roll, please. What's the key to the win tonight? You weren't kidding about the build-up, pal. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I, you know what? I'm going to keep it simple, and, and I'm really looking for the Titans to get out of the gates quickly here tonight because I, I don't think you want to if – if you can keep a team down, uh, why not? And, and uh, I think a quick start, set the tone. Uh, let's get the let's get the offense rolling. I, I, I got to believe that's that's my key to the game, at least. If I'm Coach Skorsky, let's get out of the gate quickly and let's go. I think it's probably uh, on on Coach Myers' uh, 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 I, or mind as well, being 0 and 3, yeah, on three game losing streak. Right. Tip is one by the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders. We'll get to your starting lineups here on our uh, first dead ball. But right now, Quincy Notre Dame with the first shot of offense here. Titans in a uh, 2-3 zone, it looks like. Baseline, reverse layup. In and out, no good. And brought down by C.J. Johnson. Nice rebound, one and done for the Raiders. And a, yeah, not a kick, just off the leg of a Notre Dame. Quincy Notre Dame Raider kicks it back out to Jerome Jackson. Now top of the key, Silas Prong. Good ball moving here. Man-to-man defense by the uh, by the Raiders. Jackson gives it up to Nick Bresnan. Good patience here by Mama Roseville. Really good patience. I haven't seen this good patience. Good, 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 uh, good movement so far. Uh, good, good movement so far. The ball's kind of stuck there. Now they finally get it out to C.J. Johnson. Driving in the C.J. Kicks it back out. Fake of a three. Bresnan drives baseline. Middle of the lane floater. No good. Battle for the rebound. C.J. Johnson. Got a good look. Ball's on his tail, and here comes the Raiders. Driving in right down the middle of the lane. Reverse layup is no good by Jackson Stratton, but he's going to get a couple free throws. Stratton, a uh, uh, good good football player as well, uh, Sean. He's, you're going to look for him to, to be aggressive going to the basket. Uh, 
uh, on a lot of possessions for the Raiders. A lot of good. There's a lot of good multi-sport athletes on this on this Raider ball club. Yeah. Alex Knoyer, 22, is a standout shortstop and uh, pitcher uh, last spring, and I, I know uh, be expecting some big things out of him uh, once baseball rolls around again in the springtime. Foul's going to go on Silas Braun. Couldn't find uh, couldn't find the right right place to foul. First free throw is good by Stratton. Misses the second, but an offensive rebound by the Raiders. If you're the Titans and you struggle to score a little bit at times, you've definitely got to secure the yeah, uh, fills up. Yep. Especially no, on no the second chances. Yep. Ooh, just a point blank miss there by Josh Brock. But again, another offensive rebound by the Raiders. Fake of a three there by Stratton. He'll dribble back out to the right wing or left wing and get back to the top of the key. New offense sent in here by uh, new offensive set that sent in here by Coach Meyer in the corner. Hart Hoyt drives base on, kicks it out. Back a good ball movement here by the Raiders. Really good ball movement. Going to lead to a contested layup. No good. Over the back is going to be Jackson Stratton. Technically a push call. Right. Technically. <laughs> technically. But Silas had the position. Been over the back for years. I know. I know. I'm not going to get in your way, though. <laughs> I work with uh, uh, Josh Oates, who, who oh, officiated yeah. some, some basketball yeah. with. Yep. And he tells me all the time, there is no such thing as an over-the-back push call. <laughs> cool. Nice right. under-move there by Nico Almadon. That's a good press play by the Titans. Yeah, and a nice, real nice beat by CJ, too. First bucket of the game goes to Nico Avendano. Titans lead 2-1. Just under the six-minute mark here in the first quarter. Baseline, Charlie Lavery. Swinging around the arc against this 2-3 zone. Into the high post, Charlie Lavery fakes. Comes it down to the block to Brock. He gets rid of it. Three on the way. In and out, no good. Rebounded by Nick Bresnan. Just a 37% shooting team for Quincy Notre Dame. That has been an issue, shooting the basketball. Yeah, it certainly has. Certainly has. That's why I'm a little bit surprised that they haven't been a little bit more aggressive going going right to the basket. And they haven't taken a ton of threes in their in their eight games. They're four and four on the season. I don't know if I mentioned that in the pregame show, but they're four and four. Played eight games, and they only shoot 19% from beyond the arc but only really 78 attempts, so that's not a ton of attempts. Less than about just, just under 10 a game. Mm-hmm. C.J. Johnson will step back, gets it into Avendano, working, a little loader, and that's a bad error. Might have been tipped, but uh, Nico Avendano, I've never seen him do that little step back before. Jerome Jackson tried to draw a charge there, no good, and missed three. But another offensive rebound, another miss on the putback, Ooh. and a three-point play for Jackson Stratton. Three offensive rebounds for the Raiders. Yeah, no, they're getting extra looks, and, and uh, yeah, Titans got to do a little bit better job blocking out on the boards, under the boards. Abandonio's going to pick up a foul. That's two team fouls on Mama Throwsville. Must have got him with the body, Sean, because I know he had his hand all over the, the pumpkin, if you will. Yeah, yeah, it looked good up top. Yeah. It looked good up top. Something had to have been down low for mm-hmm. sure. Three-point play completed. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959, is uh, sponsoring our free throws this year, and that allow that made free throw allows you to set up in the press too. That's big. Yes, it does. Jackson gets over the timeline, takes it in. He's going to be fouled on his way. I don't know if it's on the floor. Yeah, they're going to give him two shots. We're in the act of shooting, so Jackson will go to the free throw. Nice right. little hesitation move there by uh, uh, by Jerome and. Uh, uh, I'm going to get a couple of free ones here. The uh, couple, and I've mentioned this before, actually, during the last couple of games. It was the Riverdale game. But the Titans eh, missed free throw by Jerome Jackson. 
He's uh, hasn't shot a lot. As much as Jerome gets to the rim, he's only got six free throws this year, which just astounds me. It is, yeah, that's a surprising, very surprising stat that I'm looking at here. Yeah, exactly. post game show against Riverdale. I had uh, Coach Sotos on the on the post game show, and we just didn't get to the rim. One out of two for Jerome Jackson gets the second one to go, and he said on the pre on the post game show, "I'm going to find somebody that's going to get to the rim. We're just not getting to the rim." And since then, Jerome has went to the rim quite a few times. There he gets to the rim again. Oh, no, no call there. Out of arm. <laughs> the Titans do secure the offensive rebound, if you will. Avendano backing in. Good, strong move, and no call there either. And here comes the Raiders. Stratton backs it back out. Good job of Mama Throws will get back on D. Just under four minutes, halfway through. Period number one, 4-3, Quincy Notre Dame and Mama Throws. I don't know whose pace this is that because neither one of them score a bunch of points. Most well, of them are right around mid-50, or mid-40. Exactly, right. It's uh, uh, both team both patient on offense right now, looking for uh, looking for the opening. That was a nice cut to the backside there by Jackson Stratton. Uh, I don't see, I didn't I didn't see who uh, doing the pass. It was either, either Lavery or uh, some, or maybe Aiden Clouser. Like Fed Stratton, he ends up finishing. That's a strong, that's a strong well, young man good, right good there. Good move. Good move. He's got all six of the uh, Raider points. Foul was on uh, Silas Braun. That's going to be his second. So Braun's had to check out. Three-point play completed by Stratton. Now he's got all seven. It is Jackson Stratton seven. Mama throws all three. And Aiden Clouser. Out. Put the ball right back in Nick Bresnan's face. Gets ahead to Jerome Jackson. Somehow finds Bresnan. Gets in. Floater up. That's going to be a charge. Sure is. And that's going to go on Nick Bresnan. Now, as many times as I complain about having that semicircle in the lane for high school, and I'm still on that kick. Yeah, I know you're still on that kick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. would say the defender was a little deep there. Mm-hmm. was a little mm-hmm. deep. And there's no right. semicircle, so you nope. can't go by nope. it. But nope. if nope. there was, uh-huh. that's probably not a chart. Uh-huh. 7-3, Raider basketball with a four-point lead. Nearing the three-minute mark now, first quarter. Back up top to Stratton. They work it around high post to Aiden Clouser. On the block, good skip pass. Three-pointer on the way. It's good. You give them, you give them enough. You yeah, give them enough. They're bound to go in. Right, right. And, and they're moving the ball around the arc really well, really getting, setting, setting up some open shots. And Our first Mammoth Farm at Home Realty three-pointer. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold. Now a turnover by Mammoth Roseville. Here come the Raiders on the run, and a foul is going to go on Jake Steele, who's checked in. Alex Conoyer, foul on the floor. So it'll be out of bounds. Raider basketball under their own hoop. On the floor for Monmouth Roseville, C.J. Johnson. Uh, also in the game is Leo Mahoney, Nico Avedano, Jerome Jackson, and Jake Steele is also checked in. Three-pointer off the inbound, just off, and Johnson secures the rebound. That's a good rebound by Johnson. That was. Yeah, he fought hard for that one. C.J., who goes a hole listed in the program as six foot, averaging uh, just over seven rebounds a game. He out-battled Josh Brock for that one. He's their uh, six-foot-three post player. He's got some hops, but I like about CJ's. He goes up with two hands. Yes, he does. Every, every yes, single time does. you see CJ going up with two hands. Yep. In the corner, the Mahoney back out to Jackson. A lot of length out here for this uh, Notre Dame Raider ball club. Yeah. Now spinning with Mahoney gets the steal. Ooh boy, he's gonna. Yeah, I knew the double was coming there. Gets rid of it to Jackson. Left wing between the leg dribble. Got Stratton guarding him. 
Off the screen, left wing is C.J. Johnson. Avendano now all the way around the arc to the right wing to Jake Steele. Jackson will take a three just to the left of the top of the key. No good. Rebounded by Clouser. One and done for the Titans. With a minute 45 to go. 10-3. Once you know today. Been stuck on three for a while, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah and, and getting getting decent looks, but just one shot at it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not going to work. And driving and getting the ball nearly stripped out of his hands was Hoyt. Here comes uh, C.J. Johnson. Kept <laughs> it alive. Oh, nice yeah. pass from yeah. C.J. down to Mahoney. Oh, good Lord, there was a lot of, a lot of uh-huh. arm there on Mahoney, but here comes the Raiders. And spinning in the lane, and no good. Backside rebound, good by Clouser. Another offensive yeah, rebound. Raiders are cleaning up on the offensive boards right now. Timeout taken by head coach for tonight, Ethan Sikorsky. With a minute 13 to go, 12-3, Quincy Notre Dame, and a lot of that in the paint. Too much. Too much, Too in, the much in the paint. Too much in the paint. Yeah. 30-second timeout. We'll take a Tickham's Electric timeout and be right back. Both teams back on the floor following the Mama Throws little timeout. They beat the pressure with some, ooh, nice move by Nico Avedonio. Shot just rolls out, and one and done again. I was going to say, that that's the difference right now, Sean, is that the Titans are getting one look, and that's it. And they, uh, QND, on the other hand, is, are getting multiple uh, multiple cracks at it uh, once the ball comes off the iron. They shoot, Bob Rosa shoots 40%, which isn't terrible. Nope. Not great, but not terrible. But when you're only getting one shot at it, that's got to be up around 50-55. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to get one and done. Right. 12-3 now. Raiders with under 30 seconds to go. Driving to the basket and scoring again is Jackson Stratton. This will be his third three-point attempt here, the old-fashioned three-point play. Yeah. And Johnson's going to pick up his first. And that is uh, that's six fouls on Mama Roseville. So now Quincy Notre Dame is going to be in the bonus the entire second quarter. And free throw-wise, they shoot 61% as a team. So far, so good tonight, though. That Stratton is four for five from the free throw line. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Little one-two-two, want to call it maybe a three-quarter court press by uh, by by the Raiders. Not They're really trapping anything, yeah, just slowing yeah, things just a little, down. A little pressure, yeah, make them pick up the ball and stop a little bit, and kind of interrupt the flow, if you will. Steele will take a three at the buzzer and can't get it to go. So the last shot goes to Mama Throsville. They can't get it in. 15 to 3. What a great start here by the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders on their home floor of the pit. We'll be back in one minute. Welcome back to the pit here at Quincy Notre Dame High School. Good start by the Raiders. 15 to 3. Holding home court here and, and uh, doing a well with the first eight minutes. I'm Sean Temple alongside Mark Meyer. Mark, your impressions here of this first eight minutes. Boy, I'll tell you, Sean, I blew the keys to the game, uh, at least as far as the Titans are concerned. Uh, They've got to, they have to get uh, more active on the boards, okay? Uh, the QND's having free reign down at their end here. And, uh, and it's, hey, if you're getting three or four shots every trip down or five, uh, you, you're going to come out, uh, you're going to come out ahead. And uh, 12 points down at the break is not, uh, not what Coach Sikorsky was looking for. Oh, and then you turn it over on your uh, first possession of the second quarter. And now the Raiders go to work. Driving baseline is Clouser. Kicks it to the corner. Driving now. Gives it up top of the key. A little movement here on this 
2-3 zone for Mamatozo. And now reach in. Boy, that's, a, that's, an, awful, that's an awful tight call on that's a reach in. That's, when, when that's the old ticky-tacky call. <laughs> yeah. what that we was. Boy, boy, oh boy. Just, uh, We've seen some contact tonight, but that wasn't, uh, <laughs> that wasn't one of those uh, instances. Boy, oh boy. Jake Steele just kind of reached Ooh. out tried to poke it out uh-huh. there. How about the volleyball line? And the free, first free throw is good. And, and like we mentioned at the end of that first quarter, this whole second quarter, the Raiders are going to be in the bonus. That is the seventh team foul already on Monmouth Roseville. And they've spread it around a little bit. Silas Braun does that too. But, and now a missed free throw. And a rebound for the Raiders. Now loose on the floor. It's going to be between Darian Smooth, who's checked in at the quarter. Darian's had a, had a nice last couple of games. The uh, 6'2 junior. Jump ball will go to the Raiders. When things are going well, things are going well. The shock, the uh, the possession arrows in your favor. The 50-50 balls bounce right to you. Yep. Yep. But they're making their own luck too with the with the offensive rebounds. So yes, they are. Uh, Titans got to get off this uh, number three here quickly. I mean, that's, they've been stuck there for way too long. In the paint, a little jump hook is good by Josh Brock. His first bucket. Did a good job of changing hands there close to the basket and got himself a nice look. 18-3 to three now. Raiders leading the Titans. Steele gets it ahead to Bresnahan. And they'll get into their offense, I think, here eventually. After a couple there of steps go. backward. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Now we're in it. Steele off the screen to Smith. Swings it around to Johnson. Baseline to Bresnahan. Faces the basket. Now dribble back out to the corner. We'll step back three. In and out, no good. And Raider rebound. One and done. One Every, and done. I'm and headed sure to the other way. Those got but one or two the whole game as yep. far as offensive boards. Yep. Left corner, they feed the post. Little jump hook again by they got Josh Brock. Brock. They got Brock over the, as you say, over the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope Josh is joke is because he's screaming at the radio know, right yeah. now. It is a push call. <laughs> Josh, I'm telling you, I'm going to call it over the back <laughs> the rest of my life. Oh, man. We've all called it. We've all been referees in the stands going, he's over the back. 18 to 3. You've been referee from the top row. I know that. <laughs> I've been a referee from home just watching it on a, on a webcam. Avadano hits the right. three. He can shoot it. There you go. Big guy. He's uh, Thanks for staying open late here yes in uh, they are. City. It is 7-10 in Quincy, <laughs> and the banks are open. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> That's a tough angle back yes, there. I hope he called it. I think he did. Uh, well, he's down that end. I see yeah. his lips moving. I think uh, he said bank. 18-6. There's another three trying to answer. In and out. No good by Jackson Stratton. That thing was about halfway down and spun back out. And here come the Titans. They get a bucket here. They get this thing down to single digits and then just kind of work from there. Yep. Just weather this early storm, which really hasn't been a storm except just no. on the rebound. Yep. They're not getting shot out of the gym yep. by no means. And they haven't and turned the it off a ton. The law of falling basketball, Sean, you throw up enough, uh, they're going to start dropping. And, and uh, That's yeah. how I used to approach my dating life, too. You ask enough, <laughs> ask enough girls out, eventually somebody's going to say yes. <laughs> 18 to 6 Titans. <laughs> Down by 12 and the ball. Right wing is Bresnan. Little between the legs dribble. He'll take Brock. Pull up baseline. Lean in. Floater. Short. Just a little short. Nice move. I think so. Worked into where he gets the shot off. Clean yep. one. 
What a nice pass down the lane by Hoyt. I think you mentioned somebody's going to have to get on Hoyt here because he's just making things happen. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he flew down the court and uh, got, uh, got uh, Brock inside who got fouled. Going to go to the line for two more. And just looking just looking at Josh Brock, they got him listed at 6'3", but he's not an imposing no. an imposing uh, post no. player, but no. he's having his way with the bank. He is, yep. Setting himself. First free throw is no good. A 56% free throw shooter is Brock on the season. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959, sponsoring our free throws. Mahoney will come in the game for Braun. Braun has two fouls. That foul is on C.J. Johnson. Now he's got two. So I think Smith might have came back in. Darian Smith back in the ball game, or Jerome Jackson might have come back in. And not getting in. There's another push call. Yep. Oh, yep. I'm Conway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A push call, uh-huh. and he was over the back of Avadano. There, there we go. go. We'll incorporate both of them together. There you go. A push call in uh-huh. which he was over the back uh-huh. of Avadano. <laughs> And again, the Titans can get uh, maybe get something going here. A three ball will get this thing down to single digits. Just a bucket will get it down to double digits. Oh, there's that dangerous pass. You've seen the Titans. Well, if you watch you, the I Titans, think, you've seen that way too much yeah, this year. Yeah, and then I'm going to tell you, I think Jackson's fast enough uh, with the ball that he could he could break that press on his own just by dribbling. But uh, hey, you know. big shot by Darian Smith. There. Yeah, Smith's no one that can. He doesn't shoot it a lot, but mm-hmm. Darian Smith. As a uh, 43% shooter, hasn't taken a ton of them, but makes them. And now, out of bounds. Ooh, that's going to stay with the Raiders. I didn't see Alvadano get a hand on that, but apparently. Yeah. I mean, the Raider, who let it go out of bounds, seemed sure because he completely backed away. Mm-hmm. So he must have seen Alvadano get a yeah. get a hand on it. But it's down to single digits now, 18-9. to nine. Get a stop here. You're down to single digits. Now, get, now you need a good finish to the half. You need a good four minutes. Yep. If your mama throws it. 3.45 on the clock. On the floor for Mama Throzo, Darian Smith, Nick Fresnahan, Jerome Jackson, Nico Avendano, and Leo Mahoney. And a nice set there that ends in a layup for Aiden Gennenbacher. Yeah, they got uh, they got him a nice look. It looked like uh, set a screen and, and uh, freed him up under the basket. You're, the uh, Raiders at 4-4, four and four, but it doesn't matter what the record are. With Kevin Meyer on the bench, you're going to be a well-coached ball club. And, they, they, you know, they've had some tough uh, – Tough opponents they play early schedule. on. Yeah, yep, they play they a do. really good schedule. They do. Yep, they do. I would put their schedule up against anybody's mm-hmm. as the seasons go. Yep. 20-9. to nine. And missing, which we I don't think we failed to mention yet, Jake Wallingford. Exactly. I believe he was an honorable mention All-Stater last year. At 6'8", yep. he hasn't played but maybe just a few minutes. Right. right. Key, key, uh, key, in, key individual to have out of the lineup. No doubt about it. So they're just kind of, I don't, I don't know the uh, story. I didn't get a chance to talk to Coach Meyer. I don't know when Wallingford will be back, but they're just trying to, you know, keep the ship floating until he does get back, yeah. if he gets back. Right, right. I think they do expect him back at some point, but exactly when, I, I'm not sure. West Central Conference, the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders and Mama Rosal used to be in the same conference for, for a little period of time there. Drew Jackson, that's off of, uh, yeah, good, good poke away by Jerome Jackson. It goes off the foot of Alex Connoyer. And that's another thing that stood out to me with as well-coached as Notre, Quincy Notre Dame always is, 16 turnovers uh, yeah. they average for the right. season. That's, right. that's a that's ton. Mama Rosa, 13.3, mm-hmm. which is too many. But I never would have guessed that uh, Coach Meyer team turned it over 16 times. But, right. and again, they play Quincy, which mm-hmm. is which can put as much pressure on you as anybody. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
That'll get your average up pretty quick. Abadano will take a three. No good. And rebound to Jake Hoyt for the Raiders. A little over two minutes. Hoyt, floater in the lane. No good. Off back iron to Silas Braun. Takes it over the timeline and a reach in. Another ticky-tack reach in there by Jackson Meyer gets the call. Good ball controlled by Silas coming off the rebound and, and uh, you know, positioned his body well, took the foul. And... Good to see Silas back out. He didn't play his junior year. Mm-hmm. Took, took his junior year off to, I think, work on some football and maybe some base, good baseball player. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he came out this year. Gives us another, uh, makes us a little deeper. Their own Jackson looking for a screen. Now they'll swing it around the arc, right wing to Nick Bresnan. Nick Bresnan didn't play last year either. With his injury from football, didn't play at all last year. Mm-hmm. Nick would have really helped last year's ball club. Little pass into Silas Braun, kicks it back out to Jackson, top of the key to Avendano, right into nice give right into Silas Braun. That's there great ball go. movement. Yep, heads up play. And I'm glad Silas didn't give up on the play once it started rotating around. Just kind of kept his position in the paint, waited for it to waited for it to reverse right back to him. Twenty to eleven, back to single digits again. 20 to 11, a minute, a little over a minute to go. And Navadano swats the shot of Jackson Meyer. Here comes Jerome Jackson. Right wing, Bresnan. Back to Braun. He'll look to, and a foul oh, yeah. on top that's on Jackson Stratton. Yep. And that's got to be the bonus, doesn't it? What do they got? 17 fouls for Quincy Notre Dame. I don't know if that's the seventh or either way. They're at the free throw line. Smith will check out. Jake Steele back in the game. Also, C.J. Johnson back in the game with those two fouls. So now you got Braun and Johnson in there with two fouls. Last thing you want to see is see one of them pick up a foul with 53 seconds left. Exactly. Nice offensive rebound by C.J. C.J. gets the rebound off the miss. And three ball no good by Jake Steele. Boom. And there it is. Yep. That's going to be C.J. Johnson, his third. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a tough one to get it's with the one you didn't want. Seconds left. Right. Yep. Yeah. So that will send Conoyer to the free throw line for his first free throw attempt. Still, still just a one and one. That's just the ninth team foul. Now for the last 47 seconds, it'll be double bonus for the Pussy Notre Dame Raiders. That's Conor, 63% from the free throw line for the season. Take the first one. That is the 5, 10, 8, 9, 10, that's the 11th free throw of the first half. For the Raiders, the Titans have just three. Conoyer gets the second one. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959, sponsoring both of those free throws, and they are good. Lead back to 11, 22 to 11. Just 11 points here in the first half for Monmouth Roseville. Got to move it. Got to move it against that, that trap, man. Gotta yeah, move it quick. A, yeah, there was an opening there. It doesn't last very long, but you got to hit it. Boom, boom, boom. Jackson floats good in move. off the glass. Good move. Good. Yeah, good body control. Jackson with three points. Nice yep. take by Jerome. Down to nine. You get a stop here. If your Monmouth Roseville, get a big stop. Get in there with a little momentum, only down single digits. Mm-hmm. But you got to get a stop. It's a big possession for both ball clubs right now. Yeah, and a low-scoring game. Right, right. Right wing. Gennenbacher. And hits a three. And the, hit the buzzer. Yeah. Abadano is not going to get the shot away. And going over the 
Top of him was Conoyer as they both get uh, tied up under the basket. And Avendano's getting down for a little bit. As, as Conoyer kind of came down awkwardly on on Avendano's head, which forced mm-hmm. both of them to get to the floor. We'll see how Nico is. Because after the buzzer, both of them just scrapping. We'll see as uh, the teams head to the their respective locker rooms. That's a big three-pointer from uh, from Ed Genenbacher. Five points in the second quarter for Genenbacher. They'll take a 25-13 to 13 lead as Avadano is up and headed to the locker room. We'll be back here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI in three minutes. Welcome back to Mama Throwsville Titan Boys Basketball here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. As we start the halftime show, your score at the half, the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders 25, Mama Throwsville 13. It was down to nine. 22 to 13 before uh, Aiden Gennebacher hit a big three-pointer there with a couple seconds left in the half. That's a big one heading into the half. As we start the halftime show, sponsored by LMP Insurance Agency. For your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. I'm Sean Temple alongside Mark Meyer. Mark, back up to the uh, booth after doing a little routine out here with the pom-pom girls. Very nice. You got the booze, my man. <laughs> in my dreams, you know. <laughs> now nah, it's uh, great to be here with you, Sean. Uh, thanks for having me on board. Uh, uh, you know, last uh, uh, last season, uh, calling games on uh, on uh, WRAM and MOI uh, was. I'll tell you what, it was uh, it was a great experience. I had never, you know, honestly, I didn't have a whole lot of radio experience. If you know, very very little. And uh, Vanessa took a shot, and uh, and I'm very thankful for that. And uh, um, you know, covering covering teams in in, uh, in Warren County and around the area uh, last year was just a, a just pure fun. Uh, we had uh, we had some nights where uh, things went really well, and some other nights where uh, you know you were on the on the wrong end of the score. But uh, going into the gym every night, I always felt like it was going to be a great night, and uh, uh, glad to be here here with you down in Quincy. You uh, you probably had what turned out to be the game of the year last year between these two ball clubs at the shoebox. We talked about a little bit during the pregame show, yeah. but, man, that was, that was a Absolutely. fun game. Absolutely. You no, know, it was uh, alongside uh, JT, Jeff Thompson that night, the cold night again, a Tuesday <laughs> night in the shoebox. And uh, uh, great great uh, uh, tempo to the game early, uh, tailed off a little mid, but uh, I'll tell you, the finish, uh, who could ask for anything more than that uh, leading into the holiday and uh, – I uh, kind of thought it would give the Titans a little bit of a boost going into the Macomb tournament. Didn't work out that way, but nevertheless, a great game to, to watch and call and, and, you know, just be a part of. The uh, I know the Titans started off last year with just a plethora of close games, and they've actually started off with a plethora of them this, just, this year already. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a one-point decision, a one-point decision, a two-point decision, a one-point decision. Uh, there's a five earlier and a six-pointer. So they, they've played a bunch of close games again. But that's what's going to happen. You're going to play close games if you average anywhere between 40 to 45 points. It's bound to be a close game. It is, yeah. And, and uh, you know, the uh, problem tonight is, as you've mentioned early on, is that they're just not uh, hitting the board, the defensive board, hard enough. And given QND a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth crack at the basket, and then that's going to add up the wrong in the wrong column. Uh, and uh, i like to see here in the second half, like to see a little bit more aggressive uh, 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 attitude in the offensive end in terms of the ball goes up, hey, let's get on the boards and let's uh, let's get a few of those of our own. 
What's uh, so? What's been up with you? What are you? What are you doing now? I get a lot of people. You don't believe me, but I get a lot of people that ask me, "Hey, where's, where's, how's that Mark Meyer doing? Because they just haven't seen you around." Right. What, what's uh, going on with you? I came down to Quincy, Sean, in uh, about mid-April. Uh, started working at the at the paper here in Quincy, the Herald Wig, as news editor. Uh, had a good six months, but uh, I had an opportunity to slide over to the uh, TV station WGEM, one of two stations here in Quincy, as an assignment manager. Basically, it's, a, it's an editorial type of role in that I work with the reporters, uh, assign some stories, uh, uh, work with them in getting their interviews lined up, uh, look around for stories to cover. And uh, so it's not as much writing, uh, a little different platform, uh, first foray into the uh, world of TV news, if you will. But it's all the same. You know it. Sure. It's it get to know the people, develop some sources, and, and, and try to tell the, the most interesting, informative stories that you can. So um, happy to be here. Um, and uh, still close to the Maple City where we get back every every so often. But uh, I got to tell you and, and Vanessa and Mike and, and all the crew at the station, it was a lot of fun about nine months or so uh, downtown on the square there. And uh, just appreciate the opportunity tonight. You know, uh, our motto is faces made for radio, but you've blown that out of the water because now you're in TV. You're on the other side. Yeah, but I'm on the other, you. I, don't, I don't know that I'll ever be um, on that other side of the camera, and certainly not as an anchor man. But uh, uh, nonetheless, it's, I'll tell you what, it's all, as you know, it's all about talking to the people, finding the stories, and then telling the stories in a way that hopefully keeps people coming back and, and trusting you sure. in what you're delivering. Sure, yeah. absolutely. And uh, Again, I'm glad to uh, had to be in the same booth with you. And, and uh, if you ever get up to the Maple City, we'll we'll get in the booth again up there. We'll just have to we'll we'll fly you in. <laughs> you're, you're in TV now. They got like they got their own they got their own airline. Budget, don't they? Right, yeah, sure. Right. They uh-huh. got uh-huh. their own uh-huh. private jet. We'll fly you right into Mama. I think <laughs> I, I had, uh, the general manager Ben Van Ness uh, told me I think I think WGEM Quincy is in the uh, 174th market out of 215 and in TV land across the United States. So you're but telling still, me there's a chance. There is a chance. <laughs> there might be a hidden private jet somewhere. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All right. Both teams headed back to their respective uh, uh, benches here. Let's get, get to the scoring. Scoring for the first half. It's sponsored by Save a Lot Food Store. Save a lot of time. Save a lot of money. Save a lot food store in Mammoth. First for the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders. Ten points for Jackson Stratton. That all came in the first quarter. Yeah, no, he was he was he was uh, he was the man uh, early on for the Raiders, and has uh, cooled off a little bit, but uh, uh, we certainly had an impressive first quarter there. Five points for Aiden Genenbacher, All that in the second quarter, he had the big three at the end of the first half that made this a twelve-point game, twenty-five thirteen. Three points for Aiden Clouser, two points for Aiden or uh, Alex Conoyer, and two points for uh, Josh Brock. He averages about a little over nine. Second leading score is Brock, and he's he's gotten some looks down there. He has, yeah. He's um, and he's not shy. Uh, he can switch hands with the ball, go up aggressively, and uh, that's that's what we want to see down at this end with the, uh, when the Titans have the ball. Let's you know, let's take it to the rim and make some things happen here. Seven of eleven for the uh, Raiders in the first half of the free throw line. Full Mama throws though, just four guys in the scoring column. Five points for Nico Avendano, three points apiece for Darian Smith and Jerome Jackson, and two points for Silas Brown. Mama throws a one for three from the free throw line. The Titans will get the ball to start the second half. Good feet down to Silas Braun. Tip no good by Jerome Jackson. And a steal on the outlet pass after the rebound by the Raiders. Jackson out to 
this might be our first. I don't know how to act. This is our first second opportunity, right? Yeah, because I, I was going to say you, sure you, feels you, like it. you contained yourself pretty well there. Yeah, <laughs> got all excited, was jumped out of my seat. We finally got an offensive rebound. Yes, we did. Silas Braun. Is it up to Jerome Jackson? Let's see if the Titans can uh, take advantage of the second opportunity. Jackson gets in the lane off the glass. That's, good. that's, that's, the, that's what we want to see. Good ball movement. Take it take it right in. I know uh, with, with everything being you know online now on the Internet, um, tipped out of bounds by Mama Throws along the uh, baseline on, on the attempted pass out to the corner. Uh, the last time Coach, Coach Solis was sick, he was able to watch the game. And he sent texts to all the coaches from home, and then they went over that at halftime. Modern technology. You got to yeah, love absolutely. it. Absolutely. Back in the yeah. old days when you were sick, you just found out how you did when they got home. Right, right, right. But he yeah. got a chance to watch it and send some texts. So, uh-huh. so some of these adjustments are probably from uh, Coach Sotos at home. Uh, let's hope so. Let's hope so. There we go. No good by Brock. There's another contested look there, but another paint look and rebounded by Monmouth Roseville. So far. Good blockout by Nick Bresnahan, I thought, on that play to clear the board and, and get it going in the, in the other direction. Minute 15 in, and the Titans have already have done a much better job on the block so far. Got to keep moving. Got to keep moving. Ten-point game, 25-15, just starting the second half. Quincy Notre Dame, there's a Bresnahan, a three-point, and there he gets there one to go. go. And you got to make a few, right? Yep. Okay, you got to make a few. Down to seven, 25-18. That's the first points for Nick Bresnahan tonight. He averages a little over seven, and I think that's going to come way up. He's going to be in double digits before it's all said and done. And the nice thing on that one, Sean, was there's no hesitation. Got the ball, went up and released it. That is a Mammoth Farm and Home Realty three-pointer. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Seven-point game, Raider basketball. They enter into Brock. It out to the wing. Little pull-up jumper is no good. And getting the rebound is Alex Conoyer. Had about three blue shirts just standing around there in the lane. Right. Yeah, way too many. Left wing is Stratton. If he can get himself going, takes it hard to the hole and will draw the foul. Which he did. He was... Uh, that's that's was a good take and he no drew the foul. No stopping him. Right, yeah. right. That's exactly how you get it done. You take it right to the rim, either make them foul you or get the shot to go, or in his case, do both like he did in the first quarter. He'll get two shots here. Didn't see who the uh, foul was on for Monmouth Roseville. I think it's going to be Nick Bresnan. That's his second. So first free throw missed by Stratton. He was four of five from the charity stripe back in the first quarter. Again, hasn't scored since the first quarter and does with the second free throw. Q&D on the board here in the second half. 26-18. Just chip away. If your mama throws, will just chip away. Yep. Once they start giving you eight-point shots, this game's really going to start changing across the country, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> if it's up to some league commissioners, they'll probably have one Driving into the lane. It's going to be a blocking foul. And it's going to go on. See, that, I think, is one of those unofficial, he was too deep. Yeah. He was, just, he was standing he under was. the basket. He was, just for that one. Just about. So, Brown will go to the free throw line with two free throws. Foul on uh, Conoyer is his second. And Silas Braun airballs the first one just a little short. So, he'll get a second one. Bruins in the free throw line actually has been nine to fifteen. It's been a little colder. I think he started 
like seven of eight on the season. There we go. That's a much better stroke. Braun, one for three, gets the second one to go there. One for three from the free throw line in the ball game. And stolen away by Bresnahan. Good hands. Good active hands on defense. This looks like a whole different ball club here for Monmouth Rose, yeah. at least in this first three it, minutes. No, you're right. Absolutely. And Jackson now in the corner to Bresnahan. It's a, it's a seven-point game, 26-19. Two Braun on the baseline. Picks it back out up top to Nico Avedano. And you give Avedano a little, little post-touch here, yep. I think. Yep. Bresnahan, two. Avedano, or three. Or three will work. He's a little short on that, but Johnson saved it off of a Quincy Notre Dame. Smart basketball there. It was. Yep. There's no way uh, CJ was going to come up with that clean, so he just knocked it off of uh, a Raider. A timeout taken by head coach Kevin Meyer. I think it's a good timeout for Coach Meyer. Yeah. No, he's got to regroup a little bit here early on. Halfway through the third quarter, I should say. Pinkham's electric timeout. It's a full timeout. So we'll step aside and take a one-minute break here on Sunday 97.7. Mama Roseville got it to 7, 26-19. Back at Quincy Notre Dame High School, the pit. It's Raider basketball following the timeout, a uh, charging call on Nico Avendano. And then Brock gets that little, that little baby hook of his there in the middle of the lane, gets that to go, 28-19. Yeah, we saw a few of those in the first half, Sean, and then and, and, uh, – uh, Titans have not find, found a way really to contain that. Uh, once he does get that close to the basket, uh, he's, he's been very effective. Braun got it poked away from him here on this end, so the turnover will go to the Raiders. Braun will check out. He's got an interesting start to the half. He's got he's got a he's got an air ball. He's made a free throw. Picked up a foul. Got a turnover. It's uh-huh. been a very interesting four minutes. Oh, smorgasbord of uh, activity there. <laughs> right. Mr. Braun. Top of the key is Brock. Now kicks it in the corner. Open three. Left wing is short. Rebound by Avendano. That would have been a big one there. Still single digits, 28-19. The Titans have uh, won this quarter so far by three points. Mahoney off the glass. Nice Nice move. Very nice move. Yep. Leo's first bucket of the ball game here. And that gets it back to seven, 28-21 with 3.30 to go. And Stratton will drive in, and that's a wow! I didn't see that. See that one there. He's gonna get a couple free throws. Who'd they give the foul to? I think Nico. It's his third. Oh boy! Yeah. Nico's got three. Got CJ three. Johnson's got three on my book anyway. Oh, he got two on the board. Two. I wow. thought he had three also. Yeah. First free throw is good by Stratton. He's got a lot of those tonight. Maybe that foul at the end of the half. Uh, uh, that we thought was his third, maybe was uh, whistled on somebody else. But uh, the board is showing CJ with two. Normally, Mike Leary says you always got to trust the board. Trust the board, says Mike Leary. And a second free throw is missed. Good board by Silas. One out of two for Stratton. Farm King, the family stole with more since 1959. Splits a pair of free throws there. Rebound by Braun. And who'd they give that foul to? I don't see where they put just the single fouls. Right. You've got to read the, uh, read the board. And a turnover by Mammoth Roseville. That'll lead to a layup by Jackson Stratton. Stratton has uh, kind of gotten back on track here. Timeout taken by Mammoth Roseville. 31-21, to 21, the lead back to double digits. And a little turnover there in the backcourt. That was a trap. A it, was a, it was a trap. And, uh Right we'll, out. we'll step aside, take a 60-second uh, break ourselves. We'll be back. 
Back here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Titans trailing by 10 with the basketball, 31-21. Timeout taken by interim coach Ethan Sikorsky. It's a Pickham's Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Pickham's Electric at 335. 3-0-3-4. Big possession here, I think. Yeah, I know there's no, still plenty of time. But no, I think you got to come out possession. of the timeout and get a good shot here. Absolutely. Mahoney. Yeah, I'm shuffling his feet before he got yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that very often, but I saw that one. Yep. Those officials are pretty pretty good at seeing that, and I, I never see it. But that one I saw. Well, you you see some things <laughs> that the average fan doesn't see. Exactly. Right? right. I trade that in for the other thing, <laughs> whatever that may be. Huh. 2.43, Quincy Notre Dame basketball. They are up by 10. They get it in the post to Conoyer. A little spin up and under and in. That's good footwork down there by Conoyer. Yeah, they, they, they've been pretty effective uh, as a team in, in the paint tonight. Uh, which shouldn't happen in a zone as many post touches as they've got. Braun kicks it back out to steal back into Braun. Left elbow, baseline, C.J. Johnson. Top of the key, steal. Now Jerome Jackson on the left one. Take it to the rim. Take it to the rim, Jerome. Steal back out to Johnson. Boy, he didn't catch it clean. He wanted to shoot a three, and now nearly throws it away. And a low pass from Mahoney as Johnson pick, tries to pick it up. Loose on the floor. And the Raiders get it. Still loose on the floor. Johnson, well, Jackson. Oh, the bouncing ball there, yeah. Hey, that uh-huh. was like a rugby scrum. It's going to lead up to a layup by Aiden Clouser. After all that, a layup by Clouser. And it's a 14-point game. Boy, this was down to seven, and the Titans had the ball. Yep, they did. Yes, they did. Now it's up to 14. Danger zone here for Mama Throza with mm-hmm. a buck 40 left. Mm-hmm. Can't let this get much more. When you're struggling to score, 21 points on the board, you can't let it get past the 14-point mark. Nope. Right wing is Johnson, top of the key, Braun. Two steal. Post-touch into C.J. Good ball fake. Goes up and scores. Nice move by C.J. It was. Yeah, he went up strong, fought through it, got a good release. His first bucket tonight. That's his first The three ball miss. CJ Johnson with the rebound. Goes up and gets it with two hands. Get it to a guard, CJ. Now he's trapped and and throws it away. Here comes Conoyer on the run. Layup. Just good anticipation Conoyer. by twenty two on that on that one. Yeah, CJ has a great rebound by CJ, but he's got to get that to a guard. Braun takes it right down the right Good side take. of the lane. It's cool. That's 5-4 Silo. Down to 35 seconds. Titans within 12, 37-25. Not seen enough of, not, we've not seen enough of that, Sean. Uh, good, good aggressive take to the basket. And that's what they've been doing. Going to loosen up that. Uh, yeah, going to loosen up that zone since the Riverdale yeah. debacle, which was uh, it was like a one point game at the half. Titans get beat by 16. Just mm-hmm. had a, a terrible third quarter. And after that game, Coach Soto says, "I'm going to get somebody to get to the rim." And they've done the much better job. It's not tonight. Three ball missed with six seconds to go. Ripped down by Silas Braun. He's fouled from behind with 2.7. Foul's going to be on Aiden Clouser. And now in come will Nick Bresnahan, also Nico Avedano and Darian Smith. It's the uh, call this three-point team out here now. Yes, exactly. With 2.7, somebody's going to have to get loose. And James Blackman is going to come in for Silas Braun. Nope. Oh, what does the wrong score say? Well, there's two score tables down here. It's confusing. Yes, there is. You're right. It's confusing. It made him come back. Uh-huh. 
All right, Nick Bresnan will inbound at half court. We'll see if the Titans can get one up here. Smith with 2.5, throws it up. Ooh, man, just a little wide right. At the end of the third quarter, 37-25, to 25, the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders leading Mama Roseville here on Sunny 97.7. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at the pit, Quincy Notre Dame High School, the final game for both of these two teams before they start their respective Christmas tournaments. Mama Roseville will head to the Macomb the, the uh, Macomb Western Holiday Tournament, playing the first game of the tournament at 9 a.m. against the Lion Eye Bluffs. Good ball club, Lion Eye Bluffs. They got a uh, uh, 6'8", uh, 6'8 young man, Hank Alvey, I think is his name. Uh, I watched him play at the Great Western Shootout. He'll, he'll be a ton to handle. And the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders are headed to the State Farm, where they got the uh, they earned the five seed mm-hmm. out of the uh, well, 16 teams down there, and they'll play Chicago Providence St. Mel at 3 o'clock on the afternoon of December 27th. So that's where both these teams are headed after this one. See who's going to get there with the momentum. Yeah, always good to check out a holiday tournament, too. Uh, and you've got to like the holiday atmosphere uh, in the gymnasium tonight. I think I saw the Grinch uh, make a special appearance. Uh, maybe he puts a little hex on the, on the uh, Titans. I don't know, but, uh, yeah. The Grinch is wearing striped shirts tonight. That's the Grinch. <laughs> but I always I know. Huh? <laughs> so hope these three don't take offense to that because I say that every game. Oh, nice back, ooh, nice backdoor cut that he passed up the shot for a three-pointer. No good. And Titans secure the rebound. Well, that was a good set there that led to a wide-open three-ball, which we, we've already stated they only shoot it at 19% from three-point range. Jackson will go baseline, gets cut off, goes up strong, gets a shot tipped by Brock. Brock went up strong, straight up, straight up. Did sure. go into the did yep. go into the uh, into the shooter? Nope, went straight up. A good block. Tough to get around. Which uh, Jerome Jackson could jump out of the gym, and Brock still got a piece of that just by going straight up. Yep. Right wing. We'll see if the Raiders maybe start working a little clock here. Not completely stall, but I'm sure they're going to be a little bit more patient on offense. Mm-hmm. They average. bring the Titans out a little bit and play man to man. And I don't know how long it's going to be before the Titans are going to have to go to man to man. Good job by Darian Smith as he got a block of uh, Brock there. Got, at least got a piece of it. Bresnahan a three, no good. Can't get one to go. Got one to go in that third quarter. Other than that, he's been ice cold here tonight. As have all the Titans though, so it's not just a Nick Bresnahan. No, nope, no, nope, not at all, not at all. The one and done, and, and that's a tough way to tough way to go at it. Shooting on the floor probably it's not as bad as you think it is. We've sure. just been getting we've been getting one shot. Yep, nearly every time down the floor since since the opening tip. Boy, what a strong move by Josh Brock as he uh, good spin move, good ball. You know, handles the ball with each hand very well. Thirty nine twenty five lead back up to fourteen. Smith in the corner. He's rolling. He'll back down, goes up strong, scores. There you go. There you go. I've seen I've seen a couple moves out of Silas tonight that mm-hmm. I haven't seen all year mm-hmm. that hopefully continues. Definitely I've has seen, shown that he can score under the basket. And I haven't seen that a ton mm-hmm. this year. So maybe it's something will uh, stick as we head to uh, Western Hall after the Christmas break. Three pointer on the way. Banks in. Did he bank that? Oh yeah. Charlie Lavery at <laughs> 10 minutes till 8 o'clock uh-huh. in Quincy, and the banks are open. Yeah. He didn't call. I didn't hear that no. one. That one I didn't hear. Uh, he just kind of shook and shrugged his shoulders and said, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll will. take it. We'll go the other way. <laughs> yes, he will. 
And he gets the lead back up to 15. But Darian Smith, a nice take to the rim. He'll get a couple free throws here. His first free throws of the night. Uh, I thought maybe it was the first free throws from Mama Throws on the second half, but Silas split a pair yes, in the uh, third quarter. So Darian gets one to go. So that's four points for Darian Smith. Right now, the leading score for Mama Throwsville is uh, Silas Brown with seven. He averages three and a half, so he's doubled his output. Got a little foul trouble there early on, but has uh, oh he's got hasn't gotten another one, so he got that second one early on. Smith a little short, grazes the front of the iron and the rebound to the Raiders. Forty-two to twenty-eight, fourteen-point lead. They get it right back into Conoyer. Works it around the rim, all the way around the arc, to back to the right corner, cutting in to Stratton. Good defense there by Avendano. Stratton on the post. And it's going to go out of bounds. Good defense uh, by CJ there for the turnover. Conoyer trying to throw that off his foot, but he almost got the hook in there. Almost mm-hmm. would have been Conoyer's third foul. Yeah. He dribbled off his foot. I think if he doesn't dribble that off his foot, he might get the hook call going around. Timeout taken by Ethan Sikorsky, acting coach tonight for uh, Coach uh, Jake Soto's home under the weather. 42-28 to 28 with 4.49 to go. It is a full timeout, so we will step aside, take a quick 30, and be back and uh, set the stage here for you. You're listening to Mama Throws with Titan Boys Basketball on Sunny 97.7 WMOI. Tickles Electric timeout taken by Mama Throwsville. They have, what do they got on the board? Four timeouts left for Quincy Notre Dame and two left for the Titans. Let you folks know tonight's game also brought to you by Simulation Sports. It's like recess for everyone. Every happy gathering is successful because of the people you share it with. The weather will never put a damper on the phone when you book an event at Simulation Sports. Batting cages, pool tables, golf simulators, and a lounge area equipped with HD TVs. They have something for everyone. That's a fun new place in town. It sounds like Simulation it. Sports, very cool. I, it was not open when I was there. Uh, is that in the, in the old uh, the review the building? That's yeah. what I thought. Yep. I remember when those plans were being talked about. Yep. Oh, really nice golf simulators in there. Nice place to just hang out. Both teams back on the floor. It is going to be Titan basketball. I think there was a foul there on Quincy Notre Dame. That gives them the uh, five-team fouls. Avendano working his way in the lane, turns around, and got a foul on Aiden Krauser. Yeah, that was that's yep. a good call. Yep. That was up top. That wasn't down low. That was maybe on the hand of Avendano there. So Nico will get a couple free throws. A, a really good solid free throw shooter. 19 out of 24, 79% for Nico. So watch me just jinx him. And of course, that's one thing that's never <laughs> left. That's, 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 you, that's, that's uh, a simple you, hack. Yeah. That's simple <laughs> hack. You made your way down to Quincy. Uh-huh. The, uh, the jinx still oh, is there. Right. Oh, yeah. I apologize uh-huh. to the Alvadano family if you're listening. Uh, they'll straighten it out on this one. There you go. Let's uh, get it out. And he doesn't. This is a boat. Out of bounds, it will go to Quincy Notre Dame. Good hustle there by C.J. Johnson. The uh, Here's one for you. The, the Titan girls, who are having a fantastic season, Mama mm-hmm. Roseville, mm-hmm. went through a two-game stretch at the at their Thanksgiving tournament, 43 for 48 from no the free kidding. throw line. Wow. I was telling everybody I knew okay. how good they were at free throw. Uh-huh. And the next game? Next game, 10 of 21. There you go. And there I, you go. I got a stare down from Coach Weber. <laughs> no doubt. The entire game no doubt. from his bottom to uh-huh. sideline. Uh-huh. Got there by Nico Avedonio off a turnover. That icy stare. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. I, so I'm saying nothing about free throws to the girls anymore. 
And they give up a layup on the other end. It's nice to get a bucket by Nico Avedonio, and then Aiden Fowler answers with a bucket of his own. So it is 44-30, and now a turnover by Monmouth Roseville. Clouser, boy, the, the uh, baseline opened wide up for him, but he gave it up. I don't know why he didn't shoot that. Back to Clouser. Now he'll throw it away to C.J. Johnson. Gets to the middle of the floor, back to Avedonio. Between the leg dribble. Braun goes up strong nice. and scores. That a boy, Silas. Yep. I want to see this yep. more out of Silas. Yep. Yep. That's nine points for uh, the big fella. And the lead's back down to 12, but here comes the Raiders. Breaking the pressure, and now they'll get into their offense. Titans out of that zone. There ain't no man-to-man have to at this point. Yeah. With 318 to go. I mean, Quincy Notre Dame, even though they're 4-4, four and four, they're as well-coached as you can probably imagine. And I'll tell you, they run the floor well, Sean, for a 4-4 four four team. They, they get up and down. They make, uh, make the Titans work all night. Drawing the foul is Jackson Stratton. Committing the foul is, let's see who they give the foul to. Avenanda's got three. A bunch of guys with two there. Yeah, it's on somebody. Forty-four, <laughs> yeah. thirty-two at the free throw line to Strat, and gets the first one to go. He's been at the free throw line a lot tonight. Yes, but as I looked at his totals for the season, that's not very. Uh, it's not very. Uh, I'd say it's average because he's got fifty-one free throws through the first eight games. Mm-hmm. That's a ton of free throws through eight games. Yes, and I see why tonight he misses the second one, but the offensive rebound. Comes to the Raiders, back to Stratton, throws it across the lane to Conoyer, and he'll get a couple free throws. This is going to be great game film for Coach Sotos to show his ball club that this is what I've been telling you guys since the Riverdale game. I want to see you get to the rim as much as these as these uh, Raiders do, and this is how you do it. This yep. is the perfect game. blueprint. It is. It is. And a free throw missed by Conoyer. So with 3.03 to go, it's a 13-point lead for the Raiders. Second free throw, sponsored by Farm King. The family store is more since 1959. In and out, no good. But an offensive rebound by Clouser, and he scores. 47-32. to And I'll tell you, he didn't have to work exceptionally hard to get that. He you know, caught it maybe mid uh, uh, at the waist almost and just laid it right up and in. Avendano gets a uh, bucket. Against the uh, press, against the Raiders, and almost almost drew a three point play there. Forty seven thirty four, still keeping it within you know distance with two and a half minutes left, but you can't give up too much more here. And they're going to give up, ooh, almost give up a layup, but a contested layup leads to a Titan run out. There you go, shoot that, Jerome. In got it to go. Got it to go. Thought it was going to bounce out, but it stayed down. A three pointer sponsored by Mama Farm and Home Realty, down to ten with two fifteen to go. Crazier things have happened, right? Well, and I'll tell you, Sean, like you pointed out, down 12 after eight minutes of play, uh, it puts you in a hole uh, on the road, right? Uh, so since the first quarter, the Titans outplayed the Raiders by by two. There you go. And it's not a, it's not in any position where where either team's going to you know put the third string in. I mean, nope. they they played them even with the starters here in three quarters. Timeout on the floor. Taken by head coach Kevin Meyer. Probably a good timeout by Coach Meyer to yeah. get his ball club settled Just down. Regroup a little bit here. So we'll uh, we'll keep it here with 2:08 to go and talk about the uh, coverage that we'll have at the McComb Western Holiday Tournament. We're going to be covering every game that contains Monmouth Roseville, Abingdon Avon, and the McComb Bombers. We'll start on day one of the tournament on the Tuesday, the 27th. 
Illini Bluffs and Mama Roseville playing the first game of the tournament at 9 o'clock. A lot of folks saying that could be maybe, maybe one of the two best games of the first round. If, uh, if Mama Roseville can, can slow down the, the Bluffs offense there a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we've got McComb, or excuse me, having an Avon in Southeastern. Southeastern with the uh, Danny Stevens young fellow that's uh, oh, yeah. preferred walk-on going to Missouri. I've had him. I've had a chance to see him play a couple times. Yeah. We did the Southeastern United game as Coach Dennison put a triangle and two on it. He literally had one guy on his right arm and one guy on his left arm <laughs> the entire like second and third quarter and slowed him down a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's we, what you got to do. We got a good look at uh, Danny that's Stevens right. last year in the sectional uh, yeah. at, uh, at uh, A-Town. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's come along and, and developed into a into a fine high school player and then and, uh, hopefully into a, into a premier college player uh, in a year or two. DJ Johnson, three balls, no good. That would have made it a seven-point game. That would have made it really interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll have uh, having an able on the Southeastern at 4 o'clock, and then we'll have the McComb-Pittsfield game at 6.30. That's our first day schedule from the McComb-WIU tournament. Be Great. a busy boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, why not? Uh, what else I got to do, right? <laughs> yeah. 47-37. At this point in my life, I might as well be in a basketball court. It's the <laughs> WIU tournament. I'd probably be there anyway, so why not? Why not donate my time? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Minute 35 left. And picking up full court pressure is Mama Throwsville, but they inbound it to Jake Hoyt, who's done a really solid job of running he his has. offense he tonight has. for the yep. Raiders. Yep. A lot of energy. A lot of energy from that position. He is uh, he is kind of the prototypical point guard. He's yes, only he got is. three points, so yep. you know, three more, so you know, he shoots a little bit, but. Does a lot of running. He has distributed the ball and ran the yep. offense nicely. Runs along the baseline and kicks it back out. Yeah, I, I think I started to say a little bit earlier, if, if this gets into a, a situation where they need to run some clock, uh, I'm guessing a, a Coach Kevin Meyer team is going to be able to run clock if you have to. Yep. Yeah. They just took a minute off right there almost. Yep. And Silas Braun will pick up the foul. That is his. Well, I got three. Well, they got the ball four for Silas, so. And at the free throw line is Clouser. He's one of two from there. 12 of 20, 60% on the season before tonight. Makes the first one. And gets it to 11, 48-37. So Braun will check out. Yeah, that's not five. I'm just going to take him out of the game here. Second free throw is good as well. So Clouser gets them both. Six points in this quarter for Clouser. It's back to a 12-point lead under a minute to go. Jackson, Darian Smith, corner three. Can't get the roll. C.J. Johnson battling for the rebound, and he's going to draw a foul. Good hustle by right. C.J. Absolutely. He was one on three there on the offensive board. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I never know who they call this on. They don't have a spot on the board where it's just that guy's foul. you got to right. bring right. it out. Yeah. C.J. Johnson's free throw line. His first free throws of the night. Of course, he was the hero of last year's game between uh, Monmouth Roseville and Quincy Notre Dame with the last second three ball. Shot it from the hip, and he misses the first one, so he does not get a second. He is not rewarded with a second free throw. Nope. Miss your first. Tough luck. In a one of the bonus situation. 49-37, 47.6. Back to the free throw line. Back to the free throw line is Aiden Clouser, where he just made two. 
And again, 49-37, 12-point game. That's where we sat after the first quarter, 15-3. And this is the free throw. So he's not rewarded with a second one either. Now blocking foul on on uh, Conoyer. And if you're Coach Meyer, you're like, 43.5, we're up 12. Why are you getting a blocking foul on the sideline? Yeah, yeah. 40 feet from the basket. Uh-huh. The Titans get a chance to get a couple points here with the clock stop. It's Jerome Jackson. He's one of two from there. 50% on the season. Four for eight before this Farm Kings toss. And this is a badly wide left. So that's uh, that's two front ends of a uh, bonus situation when you're down 12 points. Looked like CJ got called for the foul on that one. Is that his fifth? I think it might be. Nope. He's going to get him out of there with... With, uh, well, I got him for four. Book's got him for three. So at the free throw line is Alex Conoyer. Forty-one point two. Mama Roseville trails by twelve. Forty-nine thirty-seven. First one is good by Conoyer. He missed a pair of free throws earlier this period. Had a pretty big point. Titans just couldn't take advantage. Now makes two. Puts Lee back up to 14. 51-37 with 39 seconds to go. Puts you know what Keeping that press on, just slowing you down. You yep, know. just enough. Took, took him five, six seconds to get over the timeline. Pass from from uh, Bresnahan to Avendano, and Avendano's fouled on his way to the rim, which Meyer doesn't like to call. There's more free throws here with the, with the clock stop, which... Tonight, not a big deal, but if you're Coach Meyer, it's a teaching process. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a six point game, four point game. That's a whole different deal. Here it is. Here it is. And Almadonio makes the first free throw. I've got Nico with 10 points. It's more than that. Got him for yep, eight. There you go. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Now. I'm going. Yeah. I, I, I trust the book in this case. I, uh, I trust right. the book. I, I'm bucking the Mike Murray trend. I'm trusting <laughs> the book this time, not the, not the board. 19 yeah. seconds. I don't think the Titans are going to foul here, so they are going to fall 51 to 38. 13-point loss in a game they trailed by 12 at the end of the first period, 15 to 3. And a couple seconds of ticking off, and it does. That's it. 51 to 38. The Quincy Notre Dame Raiders get the 13 point win over the Monmouth Roseville Titans. Monmouth Roseville back to 500 at 6 and 6 on the season. And Quincy Notre Dame will go to 5 and 4. Both teams off now until after the Christmas holiday. And they'll both be headed to different tournaments. Quincy Notre Dame headed to the State Farm Tournament in Bloomington. And Mammoth Roseville, as always, headed to the McComb Western Holiday Tournament at Western Hall on the campus of Western Illinois University. We'll take a three-minute break. We'll total up some scores. We'll talk about this ball game a little bit and get a chance to talk to head coach, uh, acting head coach tonight, Ethan Sikorsky, who suffers his first loss as an interim head coach. I, yeah, uh, surprising, uh, surprising. But uh, all good things must uh, 
Uh, it's come to an end at some point, right? But so uh, the hot seat now. He'll get yeah. yeah. tomorrow morning on ESPN. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a listen. Uh huh. Uh huh. He's gonna be on it. Boom, front and center. He'll be back. Uh huh. He'll be back in three minutes to break that down. <laughs> Welcome back to Titan Boys Basketball. Here as we start the post game show for the uh, Titans and the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders, in which the Raiders get a fifty-one to thirty-eight win over the Titans. 13-point win, 15-3 after the first quarter, so the Titans get outscored just by one point the rest of the way, but uh, got just dug themselves too big a hole. So much for the keys to the game, yeah, huh? Right. Jeez, geez. You know, I was looking for a much better style. I think all Titans fans were tonight, Sean, and you dig yourself a 12-point hole after eight minutes, it's tough to work your, work your way back in. There were, there were flashes uh, here and there, but uh, just uh, uh, a little too much inconsistency on the offensive end, and uh, uh, you know, just couldn't get things going the right way. I think it was 26-19. It was a seven-point game. I do know that. It was. I think it was 26-19, and the Titans had the ball. Yep. Chance to get it down to five or maybe even four with with a, with the three ball. But uh, uh, and then and then quickly, next thing you look up the scoreboard, and it was 12-14 points. So yeah. they just want to have little 7-0 runs. Yeah. And and then hey, let's give QND credit too. They yep. they. Uh, uh, they they worked hard in the offensive end to get some rebounds, some extra attempts, and and made it pay off. And and uh, uh, we're we're shutting down the, the Titans, only giving them maybe one, maybe two cracks at it uh, uh, on the offensive end, and it, it ultimately made the difference. Yeah, I think this this whole game boils down to because I don't I, I think the Titans did a pretty decent job. They had some turnovers. I don't I don't have the totals, but I don't I don't think it was outrageous. No, no. Um, and, and they didn't they didn't shoot the ball terribly much but right the one and done this game was all about rebounding i think i yeah. really do yeah it was and and uh, uh q and a they need they needed this one they they came in off of three uh three tough games over the last uh, week and uh and really needed this one going into the holiday tournament they are five and four now on the season they stop a three-game losing streak and uh, uh again just looking at the teams that quincy notre dame's played i don't know much about mcclure or Gateway STEM, but I'm sure they're probably some pretty decent they ball are. clubs. Yeah, Sacred Heart Griffin. Macomb's got a nice season. They got a nice team this season, and a couple more teams from Missouri at Camp Point Central, who's really good, and uh, and Quincy, who we know is really right. good, one of the best teams in the Western Big Six. So, yes, exactly. Yeah, you know, I'd put that schedule up against anybody, and they're five and four, and that's that's what you use for prep for the the uh, the, the really really solid State Farm tournament. And True. then, of course, you got the conference with 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 Camp Point Central in it. Yep. And and then into the postseason, it's yeah. great prep, man. Yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a type of win that Coach Meyer was was hoping to put in his back pocket going into the holiday week, and and uh, unfortunately came at the expense of the Titans. And if your mama throws looking at it from their angle, it's it's good competition going into your tournament as well. Yes. Quincy Notre Dame's going to be better than at least half, at least half, if not more, than the teams that are in at WIU. Yeah, a deceptive 4-4 four and four yes. club. Uh, uh, this is all without Walling. Or 5-4, I should say, yeah. without without the big man. Right, exactly. And uh, um, a learning experience, hopefully, for the Titans here on the road. All right, we're going to quickly go over the scoring as uh, head coach Ethan Sikorsky is headed this way. Our post-game scoring update brought to you by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, investing in you, member FDIC. First for the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders, 15 points for Jackson Stratton, 11 points for Aiden Clouser, 8 points for Alex Conoyer, 5 points for Aiden Genenbacher, and then a whole slew of guys with, uh, with uh, where are we at, six, 6 points for Josh Brocky, 3 points for Jake Hoyt, and 3 points for Charlie Lavery. 14 for 24 unofficially for the Notre Dame 
uh, with the Raiders, who go to 5-4. and four. For Monmouth Roseville, 10 points for Nico Avendano. He led the team in scoring there. Uh, pretty balanced scoring. Nine points for Silas Braun. Eight points for Jerome Jackson. Four points for Darian Smith. Three points for Nick Bresnahan. And two points for C.J. Johnson. Monmouth Roseville, 4 of 13 from the free throw line. Joining us here on the postgame show, suffering his first loss of this of his uh, interim head coaching career, Ethan Sikorsky. Ethan, just your thoughts on this one. Uh, that's, that's, that's a good ball team. And, uh, what do we hold them to? 51? Yeah, 51. Uh, that's, that's what you got to do against a team like this, right? Uh, we, we came out defensively. We were a little slow and I mean, we gave up some buckets that we shouldn't have, but holding a team like this to 51 points, you know, that's going to get us a lot of wins against the competition. Uh, it's just now fixing on the offensive side, right? It's the free throw, like you said, just four for 13. It's not going to win this ball game. Um, just, we were just very stagnant with the basketball today, in my opinion. Uh, we just weren't moving. We just got caught with like those long minute, minute and a half possessions. And when you're down, that's not going to help. So, uh, we kind of talked about that downstairs a little bit, but, um, other than that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not upset with their, with their effort. We came in and we played, um, we, we, we answered just about every run. Uh, I was really impressed. We came out there in the second or in the second start, of the second half and we punched them in the mouth like we should have. Because uh, we knew if we let them get on top of us, it was going to be over early. Uh, we answered there again towards the end of the third quarter, start of the fourth. So we were around the entire time. Yeah, and it down to seven points with the ball at least once or twice. Yeah, we got it down to seven. But then, of course, you know, it was a big three. Um, but we knew there were shooters coming in. Uh, this is a hard gym to play in. But I'm not, like I said, I'm not upset at all with what they did. 51 points, and, I, and I'm going to say conservatively 25 to 30 second chance points. Yeah, it's, it was offensive boards. Those, I mean, for those of you guys that couldn't see the game, they they had some big dudes on the floor who are physical. They uh, they walk around with the muscles, right? Uh, we don't have that, so we've got to get back to doing the, the dirty work of uh, just boxing out. We we were we did an awful job boxing out tonight. What's she like? Actually, a lot. Uh, I feel like attitude wise as a whole, everybody was very positive tonight. Um, I like I like Nico's shots that he was taking. We worked off him very well. Uh, we moved into that five out. Eventually, we started to move the ball, which was nice to see. Um, you know, we were getting guys open. We were hitting shots. We were cutting off to the middle. And actually, we handled the pressure really well. Yes, I mm-hmm. think so, too. Yep. It, yeah. was, it wasn't like a huge trapping pressure, but you, you didn't panic. I didn't see any panic out there. All right, we're going to work it back. We're going to get over the timeline and get in our offense. Yeah, we kind of went over that last time in practice, and it was just all about, hey, like their whole objective is to get you across half court and trap you. They're not going to set up until half court. So why why attack them where they want you when we can pass back and forth, hit that middle, and then go and stride after that? Sure. Coaches are geniuses, you know. That. <laughs> so much film, right? <laughs> uh, looking ahead, uh, good prep for the for the Christmas tournament. Yeah, that's another thing that we just went down in the locker room. These games only make it better, right? Uh, it sucks losing the games, but, man, you know, down the stretch, the comb tournament, if you're playing that 8 o'clock game, or game uh, you know, you're down late. It's these kind of games that get you used to playing with that kind of adversity. Um, Alani Bluffs is going to bring in a pretty good team. they got a, a big man in the middle. I think he's about 6'9", I want to say. I've seen him play Saturday. Yeah, he's a big dude, and uh, they got some guys. they got some guards off of him that can play as well. Um, but I know we've got now probably, what is it, Tuesday we play, so we got a full week to go prep for him. I know uh, we're sick of this going around. We're going to take tomorrow off. We'll get after it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Or Thursday, Friday, maybe Saturday. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I uh, uh, I didn't want to jinx you guys. We, we played the 9 o'clock game at the Great Western Shootout, and I told Coach Soto, so I said, well, this will be good practice for the Macomb Western Holiday Tournament because they always stick us at 9. 
sarcastically I said that, and it, it came to fruition. Nine o'clock in the morning, man. You've been there as a player. You've been there as a coach. They're ugly games, but uh, those are the ones you got to go get, right? And I think, and I was talking to somebody actually this week, um, I, I like playing a team like Lon I've lost at nine o'clock in the morning, especially with the style we, with the style we play. We're not a 60-point team anyway. So if you can play in the 40s at nine o'clock in the morning, force somebody else to play in the 40s. Then. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna get after and force them to play, in the, like you said, in the 40s. I was actually talking to Coach Meyer there at the end of the game. He said, man, you guys about the first team that's actually made us work for our offense. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, I mean, you've seen our film. You know we're not a great offensive team. I said, I guarantee you knew that coming in. But, yeah, like you said, we grind it out. And we, we, when we actually commit to playing some defense, we're a really good ball club. Um, and that says something because uh, Mark and I was just going over their schedule. They played, they played that's, a, that's a gauntlet of teams they played. And for Coach Meyer to say that, that's, that's, very, that's very encouraging. Yeah, uh, like, like you said, Quincy held them to only 43. But, man, he said some of those buckets were even easier than what we were giving them. Right. So, he said, I mean, we had guys all over the floor. I was impressed with Jerome's effort on defense, CJ's effort on defense. He got into foul trouble early. I was really upset with that third foul they picked up because I just sent him in. And I just said, CJ, if they box you out, don't jump. And then the first thing I see is, well, you, you know, CJ, he jumps every time. Right? I was going to say, yeah, tell you CJ to do anything under 100%. Probably it's foreign to him. He don't right. know what that means. So. <laughs> All right, Coach, get yourself some rest. Uh, give our best to Coach Sotos. Hopefully he can get some rest and, and back on the sidelines. And, and we'll see you We'll see you on uh, Tuesday morning at right and early. Right and early, right early, man. Don't worry about it. All right, uh, thanks, Coach. We appreciate it. Uh, interim acting head coach tonight, Ethan Zikorski, here on the postgame show. All right, we've uh, given the points. We have uh, talking to Coach Sikorski. There's only one thing left to do, and that's give out some awards. We got huge trophies for Ray. We do, out don't here. we? We got the hardware all yeah. lined up. You yes, can't yes, see it, but we've got huge trophies that uh-huh. we had to have help. Had to have a two-wheel cart get into the gymnasium tonight. <laughs> Offensive Player of the Game, sponsored by Ben Olson Country Financial. Planning for a secure financial future takes knowledge and experience to make the right decisions. It's best to work with a professional like Ben Olson to help build a plan for today and tomorrow. Um, uh, Mark Meyer, who is our offensive player of the game for Mammoth Roseville tonight? Mr. Temple, I'm going to go with Silas, uh, Silas Braun. I think uh, just uh, the way I saw him attack the basket here and right in front of us here in the second half uh, uh, showed some composure going up to the rack, and uh, uh, Silas gets my vote tonight, offensive player of the night for the Titans. I absolutely concur, because like, like you know, we were talking during the game, th- this is what I want to see going forward mm-hmm. from Silas Braun. Uh, yep. You know, if you're a coach, it's one of those things where, well, you screwed up, because now I've seen you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> and now you've got to continue that's, to do that's, it. That's exactly right. <laughs> keep showing up and keep improving, and, and who knows where you're going to be at the end of the year. You know, he again, like we talked, he didn't play basketball last year. Took last year off of basketball, so the the touch, the basketball right. touch, is not there. Yeah, we've seen a little touch tonight. It's yes, starting to come back to him a little bit from Confident. his old playing day. Yep, exactly. Soft exactly. touch around the rim and and uh, get that whole thing in the hole. All right, our defensive player of the game brought to you by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Does it Clark and Glasgow Law? Dot com. Who locked down on defense? Well, I'm going to take uh, Coach uh, Sikorsky's lead here and go with uh, Jerome Jackson on, on defense. Uh, he was active all night. He, he, he uh, Did he come out at all? He, I, yeah, I tell you he, what. He did. It wasn't I don't know, at all. Yeah, he went pretty close to the whole way, and he ran a lot. He defended well. Um, I thought he, he rebounded well in spots. Um, and, and so Jerome Jackson gets my vote for defensive player of the game. Uh, yeah, just eight points for Jerome, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's because he put his effort on the defensive end tonight. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a uh, um, point guard from uh, 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 QND, Hoyt. Uh, he, he made the defense work uh, tonight a little bit 
harder than perhaps they normally do. And, and uh, But I thought Jerome held his own uh, uh, from start to finish defensively. That is going to do it for the Lair's Collision postgame show. If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center at 734-1949. Lair's Collision Center, professional auto body repair that drivers trust. 51-38, to 38, the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders get to 5-4 and four before the uh, little break here before their Christmas tournament after the Christmas holiday starting next Tuesday. Mama Thrillsville drops to 500 at 6-6. Six and six. We'll have their first game of the Christmas tournament. Starts at 9 o'clock. From Western Hall, can't wait to get into Western Hall and uh, sees a whole bunch of basketball on that first day for sure. Eight matchups, and the Titans get the first one. 8.45 will be the pregame start right here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Mark, it was such a good time sharing the booth with you again, my man. It was uh, a lot of fun every time we had a chance to do it last year, and I had fun today. I knew I knew we'd have a good time doing this. Absolutely an honor, Sean. A great way to start off a uh, holiday, uh, holiday week, if you will, or holiday, holiday weeks and uh uh, always, uh, always glad to sit next to you and talk a little basketball or football or baseball or whatever it might be. And uh, I appreciate the opportunity tonight. You're in a TV. It won't be long before we're seeing you on ESPN. <laughs> yeah. So let me put it that way. Yeah, I, I, I do that. I, I, I've, I've shared a booth with that guy, and hopefully you remember me. So thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. And also, the Lady Rexro, thanks for engineering tonight's broadcast as well. Uh, that's going to be the last last uh, basketball game. We've had basketball, honestly, folks, every night of the week. Monday through Saturday for the past three weeks. We're going to get a little time off, and then we're going to hit it hard at the Christmas tournament covering Monmouth Roseville, Abingdon Avon, and the McComb Bombers, all three of those teams all week long at, uh, at Western Hall. Till then, everybody, have a great Christmas from everybody here at the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Have a good holiday. Spend some time with family. Be safe, and uh, we'll see you on the 27th.